See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> all right, and all right, all right, and what, what does he say? Uh, I gotta really, like, learn that that actual right now thing. for something you really like? <laughs> no, 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 the, uh, all right, all right, and righty-roo, the, uh, real Don Steele. That, oh, the real Don, oh, dude. That, that I, first I, clip in, when, in uh, Death Race 2000. That's he, right, that's right, called, yeah. It's wearing that very 60s Jacket and everything. 70s, you know, yeah, seventies is crazy. Anyway, hi, <laughs> I'm Mao. Welcome to Slow Robot a Go Go. Um, Welcome. Sh- big show number forty-five. With me, as always, is Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. Also, Defender of the Shallow. Nice. Soon to be Defender of the Shallow, or something like yeah. that. Our my our creative juices are flowing. Our minds are in overdrive, and we're starting to think of. New and exciting things for a very new and exciting thing that we'll be rolling out. And we're not even on drugs. In the very new future, near future. Yes, no drugs, just coffee. Yeah, coffee. Coffee could be constituted as a drug, but <laughs> it, yes. I don't know. So, what else do you have going on online, Dr. Morbius? We have the uh, Two Dimension podcast, a comic book podcast. With no direction, where we uh, where we intermittently these days get together and uh-huh. review comics and act goofy and uh, yell at the I at w- the podcast. Yeah, I listened to the last show. Um, Don King sent me a or King Don King Don or Don sent, King. No, I King Don know. sent me a email saying, "Hey, uh, check this out. We oh, ta- yeah, we talk yeah, about right. B movies a little bit. We talk about music, and we mention uh, you know Slow Robot. And I was like, oh, cool." So King Don is there. I was struck with how I was struck in the head with a boulder. Struck. <laughs> yeah, was, you do have a bump on your head. Sorry to one see of those that. with the birds around the bump. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, <laughs> the birds flying over. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I I was struck with how knowledgeable both you and Don are about these things. I know nothing about. You're talking about backstories of of people that are good at at um. Inking, yes, how you call it, yes, inking, and yeah. not not like what you guys are thinking—the L.A. cool tattoo inking. No, these are people that toil over every page that you like read, and you you guys knew the well, backstory. Well, you got yeah, you, you guys. Knew, like, they got the guys who do the pencil, the layouts, and then the inkers come in afterwards and add the finishing, the finishing touches. touches. And I I knew nothing of this world, and it, once you said once you talked a little bit about it, I was like, well, that makes sense. I mean, you know, you can't have everyone in charge of everything, um, and then. <laughs> anyway, and then <laughs> I just <realized laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, but but then um the uh, like you guys know so much. You know like their names and and backstories yeah, about who's yeah, hard to deal with yeah. and everything. And I was like, "Wow, how do you know so much?" Geeks. Like, is that what it is? Geeks. Not only that, but when me and Don get together, it's almost like a presidential debate. We're both lying, so don't believe oh. a word. No, no, oh, we we. Oh, it's, it's it just makes shit up land. Yeah, it makes shit up land. I laugh like Joe Biden. He acts serious. Sweet. Well, I'm gonna do that with movies. Yeah, this one guy, Humpa Dink, he's the greatest. No, we we we've been fanboys since the uh, 70s. Me, the 60s. I, 
So we remember all these guys. We idolize these guys. We love these guys. See, that's part that of it. That doesn't sound right, but, no. you know, we're big fans. That's really cool. And hey, also, are the levels too high? <laughs> no, we're all right. Okay. And that the one thing that, that's the one thing that I've kind of always, I was just like, wow. I, I know a lot of stuff, but I don't remember, like, names. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm not You're a movie guy. Enough. Yeah, but I, even with movies, I don't remember, like, uh. little pinpoint actors' names or... Like I remember things, but not people. And I, I okay, we're, big, we're we're bigger geeks. Than yeah. I guess. Well, no, I'm a big movie geek, but it's just I can't remember that kind of stuff. It just doesn't. I don't. Minutia, yeah, all that stuff or whatever. All right, so you have that going on. My name is Mao. I would ask you guys to please check out the uh, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com website. I've been starting to uh, post a lot more funny things, and I've also started doing every now and then. I'm doing um. Like articles, like writing about a certain subject, some serious, some not so serious, but I don't know, it's something I really started to enjoy doing, like picking out a, something to talk about, or something to write about, and then uh, really digging in and, and doing some homework on it, and putting together a... Yeah, that, was, that was a nice article yeah. on Canon Films. Yeah, the last one was Canon Films, it was uh, Hollywood's Missing Ingredient, so check out the, if you go to our website, you'll see them on there. That one was long, I'm like, wow, I wrote a lot, but... Eh, whatever. Um, if you, hopefully you enjoy it. Also, ask to join our Facebook group. Uh, just look up Slow Robot A Go Go on Facebook, and we will add you. That's where you'll get lots of updates and all kinds of crap like and that. And money. Yes, money. Sure, why not? You might win a fabulous new car. Disclaimer: yeah. Not really a car. Anyway, made the, by Matchbox. <laughs> disclaimer: Not really a Matchbox car. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, you can also find me on slow, uh, not slow robot. That's what we were on on bunchofdorks.com. That's a hour long people talking about dumb shit uh, podcast, and that's at bunchofdorks.com. Or uh, of course, join that Facebook group. Or of course, find all these two things on iTunes and like us and give us ratings because we need that. Oh, and I forgot. You could also find me at Diamond Dolls after the show having a few <laughs> drinks and like laying on the floor. So. Yes, before the, the janitor with the broom pushes yeah, them out. Yeah, that's it. That's right, yeah. And what else do I have online? Something else? Kimchi oh, a bunch go-go. of dorks? Yeah, kimchiagogo.wordpress.com oh, okay. is like a just a blog where I talk about stuff. Um, aren't you it, aren't you doing the sports picks? Aren't you a tout now, where you get on there and go, I have I called today for my greatest pick of the year yes. for twelve ninety five. I'll give you the Monday night game. I think you're doing that yeah. too, aren't you? Five 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 one two one two. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Ask for Mao. Ask for Mao. Mao's picks. <laughs> Mao's Mao's picks. Because that's what you want to do. Trust me. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Alright, now now for something you'll really like. Our top ten lists. So. Our top ten scariest horror movies. Oh, we don't... I guess first we should... Um, we'll go uh, King Don's Blogs. Please make sure you go to... Oh, yeah. Don... M-O-2-R-E dot blogspot dot com. And also go to Don... M-O-R... M-O-2-R-E live journal dot com. Uh, King Don has some very impressive artwork linked and some uh, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, he does like so, a lot of nice so, uh, artwork. He's, and, a, he's uh, a friend of our podcast, and we hope you'll check out those two addresses. We did get some fan mail. Let's see. Mao and Dr. Morbius. I finally listened to show 43. Good list, by the way. Here are some movie vehicles I thought of. Eleanor, uh, the Stang from Gone in 60 Seconds, 
Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. We forgot that one. That was a yeah. good one. Yeah. Uh, Mater from the um, from the Cars. Oh yeah, movies. I never saw it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are it, that, those are actually really funny movies. Fillmore okay. uh, and Doc Hudson from the Cars movies. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. So that was three. Uh, so Mater, Fillmore, and Doc Hudson from the Cars movies. That's all three. Chris, okay. Christine from the Stephen King movie. Yeah, that's that, true. Yeah, that was a big crazy fury. I think yeah. that was a Plymouth fury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Tumblr from the Dark Knight movies and the Jag or the Shagwar from Austin Powers yeah, movies. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, one. baby. All right. Yes, thank yeah. you very much. Uh, I also watched Hell Comes to Frogtown and they lived to be ready for the show when you two talk about them. Still enjoying the show, Nim. All right, well, thank you well, very much. Thank you Nim. very much. I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed. They live and hell comes to frog. <laughs> I can't remember. They what were kind of fun to watch. Oh, they were. I, I, <laughs> that's good. That's good radio. Yeah, yeah lots, of, lots yeah, of paper go, crumpling. Yeah. To of course, for this show, you'll have to watch Blackula and the other movie. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> the werewolf versus the vampire woman. See, I was calling it werewolf shadow. But it's also this is like, okay. We'll talk about movie, it later. Yeah, yeah. What this we get European movies get retitled and edited in eighty different ways. We're, we're gonna have mm-hmm. a whole thing on that. But a we're lot. getting ahead of ourselves anyway. All right, so let's get into our. But we're talking about scary monster Halloween chiller top, stuff. Yes. So our list this week are top ten scary movie moments. All right, so wait, wait, we'll post, hold on for a second. I'm gonna da 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 da. Wow. The list. The list. Wow, that was really good. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was okay. practicing that. I've really actually uh, put a little bit of work on this one, and I did it from 10 to 1, so 10 being the least scariest, 1 being the most. No, no, 10 wouldn't be the least scary. 10 would be not as scary as 1. The least scary would be like some stupid, you know, movie, TV movie or something okay. like that. All right, got a know, good point. So, my less than 1 scary, no, number 10. Okay. Reservoir Dogs, the cop torture slash ear cut scene. Ouch. Which, I laughed a lot during that. Only because of Michael Madsen. Only because of the kind of person you are. Well, and that, and I guess, and because I'm, I'm, I'm dead inside. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, number nine, Aliens. When Ripley and Newt, uh, yeah, Aliens, when Ripley and Newt are trapped inside the locked lab and two of the creatures were running. And they were kind of hiding underneath the uh, No chest the bed. Okay. Wait for Never it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna call this I, I, the. This is one that I saw when I the next one number eight is one I saw in college, and it made me wince really bad and like you know turn your head kind of going ah, but I'm gonna say the name wrong. It's from 1929. Am Chin Andalam. Oh, Unchin Andalu. Yeah, yeah, the one with uh, the blue Bunuel and uh, and. Uh, yeah. How was it? Bunuel and uh, Dolly made that yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah, I just knew it yeah, as Dolly. Yeah, the eye cut scene. Yes, yeah, the eyes. An eye. That's a college movie, dude. Flight. Everybody gets that when a college <laughs> film class. Yeah. yeah. Well, that one got me, and I was like, Ah, damn! Come on now, because it goes a razor cuts an eye, and it trans it transitions into a a floating cloud. But I, it's I thought you were gonna say something like that. The mirror has two faces. That Barbara Streisand movie or whatever. But no. You know, okay. I, the the. Really, for really scary, they'd all be a top ten. Would all be Bar- Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number seven, Marathon Man. Oh, the is tooth, it safe? the tooth drillings. Is it safe, buddy? Oh God! When he, there's a scene where he's getting his tooth drilled out without any yeah. novocaine, and then for the rest of the movie he's going. And he sucks air through that hole, and you. Oh, I God. say that at work all the time. <laughs> all right. Number six, Alien. 
Yeah, yeah I'm the sorry, I got alien the gut bust scene when he's sitting there and spitting crap out of his mouth, and then the alien bursts from his. That was a good gut. one. Yeah. That was a good one. I didn't put it on my list, but that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it is number five. Misery, the ankle smashing scene oh, when yeah. she when she breaks up. What's her name? What's the Kathy Bates? Kathy Bates breaks and James um, Con. James Con's ankles to hobble him from getting away. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. That's rough, man. <laughs> that's a rough everything. Yeah, that's oh rough. my god. You know what I didn't put on here and I should have? Let me see if I can bump any of these. Bambi? No, I should have. Damn Bambi it. has that scene where the mother gets killed and all that. Okay, well scary. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have one that's mixed Just in here. Just put it yeah, put whatever. Here's you an want honorable mention. Uh American History X the oh cur- god, the curb! The curb. I saw that. Yeah, Son of a bitch. that's rough, dude. That would be in my top three. I just remembered. That's I was a like, rough way to go. Oh man. god, oh, curb yeah, stuff. But okay. That. So number four, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the f- the very first one. Um, Johnny Depp's girlfriend, I think, Tina, yeah, is yeah. writhing around on the ceiling, and blood is just pouring out of her, and. That Doesn't she get sucked into she's a bed? She's sucked into too? the water bed and it yeah, explodes yeah, into like yeah, blood. Yeah, that's a good one. See, I like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Now, I'm not a huge horror fan. Like, not not a, not a huge like slasher or right, modern right, horror yeah, fan. Yeah. But those are like Robert England is so over the top and like kind of funny and evil. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He is. The, yeah. the other ones were clownish. They 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 got kind of. You he know. tries to do like a Vincent Price thing where he's half right. evil, half funny. But the first, the first, the first, I'll say two were really like I liked them a lot. But but know? the whole concept of it is horrible. Yeah, he's well. a child molester that got burned and he's coming <laughs> back to kill. I mean, the whole concept is horrible. But you know, within that framework of that movie, that yeah. is a good scene. I did see that in a movie theater, and people in the theater were going like, "Go, oh, Johnny!" And I'm like. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> apparently, John, well, not apparently. Johnny Depp grew up in that area down in South Florida, so they were oh. buddies in the theater. <laughs> Rooting for the bad guy. Rooting All for right. Johnny Depp, yeah. Wow. Well, midnight movies. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, well. <laughs> Number three. I'm getting into the top three. Ichi the Killer. There's a part... Oh, that creepy looking dude. Yeah, there's a part where he has a guy hung from hooks, and yeah. he's burning him with uh, tempura frying yeah. oil. That's a rough movie. I like the movie, but that's a rough movie. Number two, The Shining, the hallway girls when they yeah, when they yeah. go from being normal to when he blinks his eyes and it it's like that them hacked to pieces. Uh, that's oh, wait, wait, I'm, I'm gonna guess number one. Go ahead. I'm gonna guess number one. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. The Ring. No. Okay. Wrong. Number one, Jaws, the skinny dipping girl. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> what like when I was a kid. I saw Jaws. You know, not a kid kid. I didn't see it in the theaters or anything like that. I was too young. But when I saw Jaws, that went from being a very, like, erotic movie because she's out and her boyfriend's drunk on the beach. She's run, She takes off all her clothes and runs into the beach uh, being a freewheeling drunk hippie. And she's swimming and she's by a, one of those buoys. And it's, it's ring, it's, yeah. The bell's ringing. Yeah. And Jaws pulls her under and, and she starts going... <laughs> Like she's like trying to gas gas for her breath, and it, that scene is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And oh my god, it's just like I think that made beach just. I think that made people going to it the did. beach it attendance did. drop. Like it did. It still does. People don't forget that crap. That nowadays. movie is in. Infra- uh, you can't forget that movie. What yeah. a well shot, awesome. It's like the awesome psycho movie. shower scene that you know people are afraid to be at home alone yeah. taking a shower. 
That's another one. But you know, I'm surprised you didn't mention the ring. You being a fan of the Japanese, because when that culture. girl comes out oh, of the television, shit. that's creepy as all and get out. I, that's not the first time, but that's one of the first memorable times where they did that editing that takes some frames out yeah. and purposely made it like jump, jump, Jumpy, jump, yeah, jump. And, yeah. and after that, it became cool, and now it's used to death. But those yeah, first yeah. ones, I mean, that was one of the first times I remember seeing it, and I was like, Holy hell! That was that was scary. Yeah. I could have, I probably could have bumped something. That's a memorable. Yeah, it was. That'll be an honorable mention. mention. All right, well, so. so that's Mao's top ten movie list. Let's go on to Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. My top ten list. All right. Top ten from unknown. Okay, what I'm gonna say is that basically, in some of these movies, most, a lot, not all, but about half of them were when I was a kid. Because, of course, that's when it gets you the worst. That's when, when things make the most impact. But some of them are from an adult. And I, and in compiling the, this list, I noticed a theme that I never really thought about. Really weird, too. I never really thought about it. Some of these movies, apparently, what freaks me out is, like, inanimate, like, dolls coming to life. And I don't mean Chucky. Chucky's... I'm not into Chucky. You don't mean those dolls from Barbarella. The ventriloquist... Yeah, like the, the Barbarella dolls, the ventriloquist dolls that come uh. to life... There was like the... Uh, well, anyway, well, I'll talk about it as I go along, but that seems to be a recurring theme, so I must be freaked out by that, and you know, subconsciously or something, but okay. not Chucky. Even Magic, the one with uh, Anne Margaret and uh, Anthony Hopkins, uh, there's another ventriloquist. Wow. That's a good one, too, dude. And, and Anne Margaret's naked in that, too, so we may have to watch that once. Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Yeah, it's maybe that, we'll do a ventriloquist. <laughs> that might have to make it into the, the rotation, because... And Margaret. Yeah. My, anyway. Oh, my. Anyway, uh, here's one that I didn't see. Ow! I didn't see as a kid. Ow. Ow <laughs> <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Okay, here's what happens. I read about this movie, right? Uh-huh. And uh, all of a sudden, this is like in 78, 79, and I see that it's on TV. It's like at 2 in the morning, so I go, oh, crap, I'll stay up to see this movie now. It's Carnival of Souls, which is a much more famous movie now. Oh, yeah. So it's basically the one about the girl who's basically dies in a car accident, but she doesn't know she's dead, and there's like this this like uh, living dead guy coming to you know get her, and she's kind of like a void or whatever. But there's this one scene where you're not expecting anything. I think you've already been shocked once, but you're not really expecting anything. But she's driving in a car alone at night. Uh-huh. And if you're ever driven alone in a car at night with no traffic, it's kind of creepy sometimes, you know. <laughs> it can get to you. So she's driving and all of a sudden like, you know, she's 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 there's a little light inside the car. She looks to the right and she doesn't see anything. You know, she looks both ways, she doesn't see anything in the in the in the mirror. She keeps going. Now all of a sudden it's like you see her like all of a sudden she turns again and in the mirror on the right, the freaking guy's face gets illuminated in there with that creepy like Dawn of the Dead face or whatever or, or uh-huh. Living Dead guy and that caught me by surprise and that freaked me out and I said you know what I don't know if I want to watch this movie now this is, this is kind of late I'm half asleep it, it, it definitely scared me I, of course wow. I've watched it a million times since but yeah that would be one of them here's an okay here's a second one I saw this one as a kid on local TV. The, the Boris Karloff, Mario Bava movie, Black Sabbath. Did you ever see that? Yeah. The one scene at the beginning where she's supposed to... So the lady is like... Uh, she's supposed to like dress up... An old lady died. And she's supposed to like you know get her dressed up for her funeral. 
Well, the old lady's like basically like a dummy kind of, you know, the theme again, but with a wax face. But it's the creepiest looking freaking wax face you ever saw. <laughs> so this lady who's dressing up the old lady decides she's going to steal her ring because she's got like a valuable ring. Well, when she does, she's like all of a sudden there's one scene where the lady's like walking and the, the old lady who was dead on the on the bed floating through the air. And I, remember, I swear to God that freaked the hell out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> Wow. Scary. Scared the hell out of me. Here's another one. This was another later one. Another one that creeped me out. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The first one. <laughs> yeah. But the one scene that creeped me out the worst was the one where they got the girl at the... It's th towards the end. And she's at the dinner party. And they, like, cut her finger. And they go, hey, go. And you see this, this like, embalmed guy called Grandpa, like, sitting there. And they cut her finger. And they go, what the hell, what the hell is this all about? All of a sudden, embalmed Grandpa's, like wakes up and he starts sucking her finger that like freaked me out that that yeah. nauseated me just to, on many levels uh, i have the uh many levels i just got that as a like remember that there was like they released the tin yes that? yes well so i was at a yard sale and somebody was getting rid of them and they said well you can have pick two out of there you can just have them and that was one i chose and even though i don't know why the way that shot and that that uh -huh. whole story for real freaks me out man well it was shot like a documentary real cheap no, no yeah. actors you didn't even recognize and it, it was looked real brutal it was brutal. it's a brutal yeah. i saw it at a drive-in yeah <laughs> 1977 or I, something like that i was that. walking away from the table and i'm like why did i pick this up i'm never gonna watch this like yeah. the one of the ten because it just freaks me out so yeah okay very good uh the ending of carrie that one got me too when the hand comes out of the grave in that dream i was at a drive-in also and this is funny because we were at a drive-in but the car we went in was a Volkswagen, so I didn't want to stay inside the car because it was cramped. So I'm sitting outside, <laughs> and I'm watching the movie. All of a sudden, it's like I'm not—I'm barely listening to it because you know the speakers are there. But all of a sudden, that scene comes on, you can hear like ah coming out of the other cars or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. pretty funny. Okay, anyway, going back to the ventriloquist. Any movie that has most movies, black and white movie with a ventriloquist dummy. Uh, that freaks me out. Two in particular, one 40s movie called Dead of Night, which is like a anthology with four stories. Most of them aren't that good, but the ventriloquist one's real good. And then there was one from the 60s called Devil Doll. And I've seen Devil Doll a million times because of MST. Yeah, oh man. When he walks up, he's that little guy, and he, the lady's lying there sleeping. He walks up to it with a, oh man, that creeps me out. <laughs> Devil Doll, and that's such a weird looking doll. Oh yeah. That ventriloquist doll is just... Oh yeah. Okay, this isn't even a movie, but when I was a kid, this is actually a lost movie, but the image of Lon Chaney as the vampire in London after midnight with the top hat and the and the screechy oh, hair and yeah. the big and the big fangs, that freaked me out. This movie is a lost movie. I've seen they reconstructed it with stills, but that that whole idea just like freaks What's me out. What's the name of it? London after midnight. It's one of the most famous lost movies. Of all wow. time, the MGM doesn't have it. I've, I've read that people in the 70s went to England and saw a screening of it. So I'm sure somebody has a copy of it, but it ain't in circulation. Might, just got, might be gone. I don't know, but if they found it, that would be like a billion-dollar movie because <laughs> that is a, a famous wow. movie. Okay, another going back to uh, silent movies. When I was a kid, the original Nosferatu. I saw that one night. Man, on, I have that. PBS. I've never watched it. I like. I have it out there. Even I never. I haven't seen that it. That is the creepiest looking Dracula ever. When he like like rises up all stiff and those big hands and ah shit that. He almost me looks like a, a one of those puppets, right? With the string. Yeah, like a marionette yeah. puppet. Like. Yeah, but it's like, oh, man. 
Nice. Okay, here's another one too, but and I, I'm I'm not sure if this I'm getting this scene right, but I just remember the idea of it freaked me out. It was a Night Stalker, the TV movie with Darren McGavin. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm, no. It was a real big hit back in seventy seventy one. It was about a vampire in Los Angeles, and it was you know the Kolchak, you know the the guy who investigates all that. Well, anyway, he was investigating a murder, and he figures out. It's a vampire, but of course nobody believes him because who the hell believes in vampires? Yeah. So there's this one scene where he goes and finds the guy's house, and he's searching through the house, and all of a sudden he goes upstairs and he sees this woman, and she's tied to a bed, with like a uh, with like a transfusion bottle. What the vampire's doing basically, so he doesn't get busted, is he's is he tied up a victim? He's going to blood bank, stealing blood, and he's giving her transfusions so he can suck them out of her neck. So it's like kind of bizarre, oh. perverted thing. But then Kolchak sees this, and all of a sudden he hears like some th- the vampires coming in. So he hides in the closet, and though he's hiding in the closet, and he's looking at the vampire with the woman, and you're and you're going like, oh shit! So you're putting me in the scene now. And then yeah. all of a sudden, while he's like looking at, it, all of a sudden you notice that the vampire notices that he's looking at him, and then like all hell breaks loose after that. Wow. That is a good. Scene. I'm probably screwing it up, but I seem to remember it that way. I haven't watched it in a while, yeah, but it's yeah. a real good scene. Okay, this is another black and white movie, but I just remember this one scene freaked me out. Diabolique. Yeah. French movie. There's a scene where they, I think they strangle a guy, and they strangle him in the bathtub. So, they, like, he's supposed to be dead. So, all of a sudden, it's like they cut to something else, but when they come back, the women are standing, and all of a sudden, dude who's supposed to be dead, comes out of the bathtub and he's got these like white eyeballs and he looks like, and it was totally unexpected. Again, I saw it as a kid. Totally freaked me out. Totally wow. freaked me out. Another TV movie, Trilogy of Terror. It was like another anthology movie, but the t- first two stories were kind of like, eh, you know, whatever, you know, but yeah. the third one with the little African devil doll that chases Karen Black around. <laughs> oh, dude. That little, it's like a little African doll with big, Fangs and he's like stabbing her and he's oh dude that's what like, about the little dolls from the Tales from the Hood? Oh yeah, you, that's a that's a reference to that. <laughs> that is right because that, that is a reference to. When you yeah. explained that, I was like, wait a minute, that's that's a, like the same as a uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> freaks when the freaks like at the end chasing the guy down through mm. the mud. I mean, these are not makeups; these are real like yeah. human oddities going through the mud and the ah, oh, freaked me out too. Uh, let's see, what was the other one? Oh, here's one. Here's one that I saw as an adult that freaked me out. It's called Eyes Without a Face or Horror Chamber of Dr. Faust. It's one of the, mm. it's one of the first movies that dealt with medical horror. Oh. Huh. It's basically this plastic surgeon's riding around, and he, and he gets into an accident and disfigures his daughter. So he goes around, like, kidnapping women and and, dis, and cutting their face. No, no, no. Yeah, to give her a new face. So of course the whole the whole subject matter is too real and too creepy, but anyway the freaking creepiest scene and I and it creeped me out because this is an old movie right. and I wasn't expecting this is a scene where like he he kidnaps a woman, he has her on the on the operating table and he's got all these clamps on because basically what he's doing is removing her front the face to put it on his daughter and you see him like working on her and you're thinking no oh, whatever you know yeah okay we get the idea you're taking. All of a sudden, the camera comes up closer, and you're going like, so, um, you know, you see the guy making the lines for the cut, and you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden, he goes and he puts the, you know, the the scalpel, uh, the scalpel 
and he's cutting the cut, and you're going like, wow, you know. And all of a sudden, it looks like you know, like in the old movies where it goes to dark, to the iris, to light. Yeah. Well, it starts doing that, but all of a sudden, you see like he does the scalpel. He's done with that. The clamps come on, and you see the face skin like, pop off, and I'm like, whoa! Oh. How the hell did they get away with that? Apparently. That scene was probably edited for television because this thing played on TV in the <laughs> in the 60s. Apparently, they would edit at that point, but in this print that I saw, they left it, and I was like, "Holy crap! That's that's pretty intense. That's gruesome. Yeah, that is gruesome, man." And and then the the last one would be goofy movie House on Haunted Hill, the Vincent Price. Uh huh. There's this one scene where the girls walking through the house, and all of a sudden, this freaking creepy old lady with like white scraggly hair and eyeballs just walks right through and I'm like whoa where the hell did that come from and then it turns out that she was supposedly just the blind caretaker they had there or whatever yeah. but, if you said, but you know those movies always freak me out a horror, I'll get, uh, for honorable mention Horror of Dracula with Christopher Lee yeah. I got a friend who doesn't like Christopher Lee but I, I till, still say when he shows up at Dracula in that movie with his bloodshot red eyes and the close up freaked me out when I was a kid and then another honorable mention was a TV show called uh, well Alfred Hitchcock presents TV shows. They, you know, they, you know, they're, they're actually they're playing on encore now. There was one episode with a weird title called "Where the Woodbine Twineth," and it's about this girl who's kind of a little brat. But anyway, they bring her a doll, and the doll is like a little uh, well, it's like a black doll. It's like an African doll, not an African doll, but it's a doll like a girl, but it's black, and then a like, girl pretends that she's her friend and like all of a sudden like the mother the woman who's taking care of her aunt's like freaking out because she hears like two kids laughing in her room and you know what's going on so she takes the doll away and the girl gets like pissed off and she's you know it's a real bratty doll so one day the girl takes off and like the 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 grandma the aunt's looking for her and all of a sudden she sees that the doll that she hid up uh, that she put up on the top is gone too so she goes like, oh, I gotta find this girl. So she goes out in the woods and she's looking for her. She's calling her name out, and then all of a sudden, this little the little black girl runs up and she goes, "Where's my?" You know, and the little girl's like mute, and so she starts like whipping on the little black girl. And the black girl's like, Rrr! and she takes off. So it's like, and she's looking for the girl. All of a sudden, she goes to the woods there and she sees the box where the doll was. Except the doll's not black anymore; it's white. So the little girl and the doll were switching places. But now that she scared out the little black girl, the, the her little daughter is gonna stay being a doll or whatever. I saw that as a kid, wow. and it freaked me out. Now, one thing I noticed about your list: there's a lot of TV uh, movies. There on are there. some TV because I'm telling you, I saw a lot scarier stuff on TV because I was alone by myself watching See, it. Usually, I, I automatically dismiss TV. No, movies. don't dismiss TV. Wow, and even now, like when I, I'll get one, I'll be like, "Ah, oh, crap." We'll, we'll do a, a TV movie show one day. Well, I don't know. I decide. No, there's some good ones. No, I do dismiss. Yeah. I even dismissed TV movies before, but in the early '70s, stuff like Duel, stuff like Night Stalker, Night Strangler, yeah. Norless Tapes, they were doing some edgy stuff. They were getting away with it too. Oh, okay. Because now they're just generic crap. I mean, yeah. Well, TV yeah. movies now are just, you know, a three-year-old could write them. Yeah, and of course, a like, third grader, not a and of course that trilogy of terror. One episode is good; the other two are like boring as all get out. So it's only worth watching for one <laughs> nice. episode. But the one episode is definitely like you know balls to the wall. Yeah. So there you go. That's cool. my top whatever. So those are list. our list. If you have some scary movie moments that we missed, and I know there's plenty, please uh, you know either if you're on the Facebook group, uh, post on our wall or email them and to it, us. 
And they should be horror movies, not Barbara Streisand movies, right? Yeah. They, we all we know we all know those are all okay. terrible. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Oh, oh, you know what? Before we start, I just realized I forgot to do our our. Usually we open the show with "What have you watched this week?" Right, so, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. What ha- what have you watched this week? Anything? Well, yeah, I did watch one of them, and I kind of watched it. Well, it was subtitled, so I kind of watched it. I was doing something else too. It was one mm. of those where you're watching it. And you're kind of paying attention, but not paying attention. You know, when you have ADD yeah. or something like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's called Lips of Blood. No, sorry, not Lips of Blood. Uh, Shiver of the Vampire. It's a 1970s French vampire movie, and it's kind of. Uh, it was directed by Jean Rollin. He's a famous director. Just passed away a couple of years ago. And it's basically like a style over substance movie. You know, it's oh, like okay. a vampire movie, kind of 70s hippie-ish. Beautifully shot storyline is like eh, nothing real special. A couple was, you know, couple goes into the country, you know, vampires, you know, yeah. get them. But it was so pretty to look at, and the girls were pretty and naked, and you know, all that other good stuff. So at, that at doesn't some other, hurt. at some other point, I'm going to actually watch these movies, maybe talk about <laughs> them a little more in depth, you know. But yeah, yeah, definitely sh- uh, Shiver of the Vampires. It was enjoyable. Cool, enjoyable stuff. All right, so I watched uh, a couple movies this week. I watched uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirit Within, which is a very well-drawn movie, it's like an animation. Anime. Is it? Oh, okay. It's, it's kind of beautiful. Um, it's an okay movie. I, pe- some people railed on it. It's not. Is it a game? Well, Final Fantasy is a video game. This is a movie adaptation. That's what I thought. But yeah. and it's not bad. I watched He-Man, or I think I bought it's it's called Masters of the Universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the He-Man Masters of the Universe with yeah. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. Yeah. Well. I had never seen it, and I've heard so much, so many times I've heard people referencing it. I was like, well, I got to do I, this has to be. So I watched it, and <laughs> that's when I came up. Is with, it a versus movie? No, that's when I came up with that. What's missing? The Hollywood's missing ingredient. Oh, the canon. Because canon. canon. Oh, okay. Because when you're watching this movie, you know. It's well shot sure. for its budget range. It's sure, not yeah, B-movie. Yeah. It's not upper-end movie. You know, so Although it's hilariously stupid because you have Dolph Lundgren and Courtney Cox running around together in this movie, oh, I still had to like... I, I still enjoyed it. It was a stupid, funny movie. Okay. Uh, let's see. I watched Dawn Rider, which was a uh, kind of a western with... Uh, what's that guy's name? I can't even remember his name anymore. I don't know. I don't know either. Give me a little more. Was that, that was that impressive. Give me and, a little, and uh, any other movie you remember him from? It's not Kevin Bacon. Kristen Bale? No. Yeah, Kristen, well, I don't Christopher know. Lambert. Matter. No, it doesn't matter. So okay. it was it was just a Western. Not terrible, okay. not great. Okay. Westerns, I like the genre. I like to watch Westerns a lot, but for the most part, they're fodder. For the most part, they're all the, kind of the same horse stuff. You know, well, there are horses again. in them. Yes, and what else did I watch? Escape, uh, Escape Two Thousand, which is that uh, Escape from Leave the Bronx movie with Henry Silva and oh god, some guy, couple guys. I watched that and Laser Blast. Oh, Laser Blast rules, dude! Yeah, I saw that at a drive-in, movie. man. With uh, you know that that guy from Laser Blast, the lead, the not the lead singer, the actor was a singer. And he was in a Jeff Beck group for a little while in the 70s. He got really? basically, yeah, he basically, for a few months, he became the lead singer. And then I guess after, you know, after the tour was over, that was it for him. But Kim Milford, yeah. I remember going to see that movie, and a friend Wait, of mine specifically the, wanted to see that movie because he wanted to see the lead actor, Kim Milford, because he sang in the Jeff Beck group. Okay, now this guy, 
does he has he done anything else? I wanted to look it I up. I think and I he forgot. died real young. I don't know if he did much. He did a few things, but I think he died really? in the eighties or something. Yeah, Kim Milford. Yeah, well, I have to look him up. That that was one of those things where I was like, who is this guy? You know, because he uh, is, yeah. he has that. Um, in in the seventies, like dudes were like some yeah. like like wafer wafer thin and like weird yeah. looking kind of. Yeah. And, and the and the girl in it, uh, uh, Cheryl Rainbow Smith, she was in tons of B movies. She was in the Cheerleader. She was in Lamora. She was in tons of B movies. Wow. Unfortunately, she died of like in the 80s of a heroin addiction, and oh. I think she ended up doing a little bit of Triple uh, X or whatever. So and she had the the career kind of like you know fizzled out, and she God, went downhill. The nose but, dive. Yeah. but she was a real cutie, Cheryl Rainbow Smith. Yeah. Yeah. What else did I watch? Oh, I finally watched the third and final uh, Blu-ray disc of Samurai Champloo. So I finally got to see the ending of that story, and um, it was really good. I was really yeah. happy. To, I, I, I'll watch it again, the whole series. Um, Samurai Champloo, like I talked about, it's a very intriguing tale. It's kind of funny, kind of serious. They have a very unique anime style that um, uses hip-hop, even though it's set in like a early period of Japan. It's really funny. It's a very, okay. It's a very fun... Um, anime that clips along and there's enough action to keep it exciting you know so it, I was really happy with it and it does I might have to, my, the next thing I write about will probably be an article on our Slow Robot um, website I write articles it's probably going to be the difference between Hollywood endings and the rest of the world oh yeah European endings are always downbeat and, and, and Japanese endings are almost always realistic Okay. Like to some degree, like in the end of this thing, now in American, like the whole deal was, the, these two samurais were going to um, take this girl to find the the samurai that smells of sunflowers. That's it. That was the the premise. And along their journey, they got into wacky shenanigans. And at the end, they found him. He was like part of a uh, the Christian movement into Japan and a resistant who was la- labeled a resistance. The head assassin of all of Japan was using them as bait came there, killed the sa- the samurai uh, or killed the samurai that smells of sunflowers there was this epic battle uh, the the two samurais got severely hurt but killed their foes and the girl who was leading them along the whole time was like, oh okay, well you know, thanks for doing what you promised you would do and they all went their separate ways and that was it. Like, you know, in Hollywood, they would they would be like, well, we can't leave. This is too much fun. And they would go off for some more <laughs> wacky adventures, you know. And in this one, there's a literally a, like a, a, a four-way um, path, path what, what, crossroads. Yeah, yeah. There's a crossroads. The girl goes straight. The one very uh, proper samurai goes right. And the crazy samurai goes left. And the end. Okay. And it's very, it was, that is the big difference I've noticed with how Hollywood kind of regurgitate stories for Americans where they are literally like, here's A plot point, here's B plot point, here's the happy ending, bye everyone, see you for the sequel. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no, like, there's never, not never, but it's very rare when you get the Easy Rider ending where the, the star well, of your movie gets shot. That, that happened a lot. That happened more in the 70s than it does nah, now. Not anymore, man. That's no, no. That gone. happened a lot in the 70s of the downbeat endings. Even in the TV movies. There was one I watched one, getting back to TV movies. God, what was the title of it? At any rate, it was about these two aliens that come to Earth, but they're dressed up like humans, and they're basically 
fighting for the fighting for their planets or for the control of the unit of the of Earth. But instead of having all the armies battle, it's just a few guys and you know you know three bad. Three that was called Mortal Combat. Yeah, well, this was the original <laughs> Mortal Combat. So they come to Earth and they're fighting over. Fatality. They're fighting for the control of the Earth. And it's Lloyd Bridges is one of them, and some other guys are from the other one. Oh, oh he used to be. Very, I shouldn't laugh. He used to be a very like respected. He was a, man, act. He was a manly man. Yeah, dude. he was a good actor. I, I laugh because I think of him as like his end towards the end when he was just doing like you know Naked Gun or whatever. Yeah, was, like, yeah, those, yeah, those, yeah, those yeah no. And you're like, oh yeah, Lloyd Bridges, he's hilarious. And I was like, no, no, he was actually. No, but anyway, so they yeah. come to Earth to fight, and they got these glasses where they can tell. Where they live they got live? their idea. Where uh, they live got their idea from. They got these glasses. They put on. They can tell who's an alien or not. But then, as he's as he's on Earth and he's going to fight him with just regular, you know, I think they have regular machinery. I don't know if they have real ray guns. But all of a sudden, Andy Dickinson comes in, and she's the love interest. Thank God it wasn't Andy Dick. No, that would be a different <laughs> movie. That would be like I'm turning this movie off. Movie. You know, if you're an actor and your name is Andy Dick, I guess you wouldn't you want to change their name. But anyway, he was a comedian anyway, kind of. So anyway, to Johnny Penis. Yeah, but anyway, so in this movie they're fighting, and at the end Lloyd Bridges basically kills the other aliens off. But then all of a sudden we found out that Angie Dickinson was an alien, and it's got this horrible downbeat ending. And this is a TV movie from the '70s, so this yeah. was happening in the '70s. But then again, in the 80s, you know, Spielberg and people of that caliber, guess, yeah. they have to have the nice Hollywood ending to make everybody happy and, you know, blah, 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 and all that stuff. Did you ever notice that the really famous movies that most people talk about don't have that ending? Like, yeah. Like, you so, know, like, and even if they're not really that awesome, people still talk about them because it's like an actual, like, wow, this is different, you know? stands well, out a little bit. Well, don't forget, I'm defender of the shallow, so... Yes, there you go. So I defend movies with happy endings and shallowness and all that kind of stuff. So. Good for you. Somebody needs to stick up for those poor yeah. things. All right, I'm going to drop in a trailer that has nothing to do with anything, and then we're going to get on to our actual movie review. Finally! I know. We're 45... Hour into it We're 45 already. minutes in. This might be a little bit of a longer show, folks. Buckle up. Succulent. Sinister. Theirs is the ultimate lust. They are vampires. Very unnatural ladies. Your blood will freeze as they lead you down the corridors of terror. Ravishers who tempt men's appetites and feed their own. Vampires. Their lips are moist and very, very red. They'll rivet you with terror. Vampires. They trail the aroma of love. The scent of death. You arouse me more than any woman I've met. Kenneth. Kenneth. Cross their path and you are a sacrifice to evil. Who are you? Where the hell do you come from? Vampires. Very unnatural ladies. They are the dark screams in the blood. The screams you won't be able to hold back when you see vampires. Adult terror from Candace. Okay, thank you. That was the trailer for Vampires. A very dirty vampire movie, therefore good. That's a very common theme. 
to it. Yeah, the lesbian vampire thing, which will which kind is of like what we're talking about today. Because like what we're talking about in one of our movies. Anyway. Yes. So we have two movies to review today. One is uh, Blackula, the ever, the often quoted, very famous Black Dracula. Black Dracula. I wouldn't call this a black exploitation movie. Oh, I would. Would you? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. That's a thin line. Like, but yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, because it's also a thin line between love and hate. But you know, that's <laughs> an old song or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Remember the the tattoos, love, hate yeah, across exactly. the knuckles. Yeah, the Ozzy have those. No, you know that was in a movie. Wasn't that in a movie? Didn't like in Cape Fear, Cape Robert Fear. Mitchum have Cape that Fear tattoo? Kind of, on yeah, his love knuckles? and hate. Yeah, that's right. So, and uh, then when the second, I of course have that tattooed on my butt cheeks. But you sure, know. I just have hate, hate, <laughs> hate across yeah. my because I'm dead inside. Like I yeah. talked about earlier. No, <laughs> mouth dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and the second one is now this one has two names like we like we said earlier or you had said no, earlier. No, this has many names, but wh- oh, which yeah, one you're you right. want? You well, want? The, let's see. You watch Werewolf Shadow. Yeah. See, Werewolf Shadow is a. I can see where that's like such a forgetful name. Right. The, the real name of it, which is very, I would remember that. Is yeah. the werewolf versus the vampire woman, which would yeah. have been the American version. Okay. Ve- werewolf, the werewolf versus, versus the vampire, vampire woman. 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 Oh, okay. woman. There's only one. Woman. Woman, <laughs> dude. I, of course, being different, being Dr. Morbius. From parts unknown. Defender of the shallow and stupid. I've watched the... For because I had seen all the other ones, I watched a version of it called, uh, well, it's called in Spanish La Noche de Walpurgis, Walpurgis Night, which is the Spanish language English dubbed version of uh, it. So I think it's the same as well as Werewolf Shadow. It looks the same. Anyway. I just remembered. I have to add something I watched this week: Hercules in New York. Oh God! <laughs> which was Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie. Is that a versus movie? Oh my God! <laughs> it's so out of control. He just is. Okay, moving on. Anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Anyway, the, which so, one are we going to talk about first? Well, we'll talk about this one since we're talking about it now. I also have a version of it that I bought out on some video store called, uh, what was it called? Something like Bloody Moon or whatever. It was retitled uh, as Bloody Moon. Back in the back in the 70s when it was a B movie, a European movie, they would just keep retitling it, editing it, and releasing it as a B feature with like other movies. So you'd think you'd be seeing a new movie and all of a sudden it's like, you know. I have so many of those chop suey kung fu yeah. movies that are just... It's the same one. Yeah. Like, sometimes I've bought them four different versions, and it's the same movie. They just retitle it. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy, you know. But whatever. I mean, that's part of the game. I've never paid more than, like, two or three bucks for each of them. No, so yeah. I'm not back, angry, Back, back in like, those days where you could actually buy cheap DVD movies. I don't yeah. know where they... I don't know where they have them anymore. I haven't seen them in They've a all while. been destroyed, and now they're Blu-ray, and they cost yeah. many dollars. Anyway, so this is a European yeah. Spanish horror movie. So, yeah, from sp- Spain, right? This is made my, in Spain. My, you know, the country of, you know, origin of mine, yes. I guess. Not, I was, not that I was born there, but uh, yeah. but I kind of like the Beatles. That's a real obscure reference there, the Three wow. Dog Night. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> that sound was going right <laughs> over my head. Anyway. But, but uh, anyway, so uh, yeah. And this is starring the Spain's one and only big time horror movie star, Paul Nashi. This is a series of movies, by the way. He did like 14 of these with his character. Really? Well, Valdemar Daninsky, yeah. I mean, they're, they're not, they don't necessarily follow in any progression. They go back and forth, but he created this like doomed, 
werewolf, you know, character where they, where you, wow. the only way you can kill him is the person who he loves him can kill him. You know, he had this whole mythology and he did like uh, Frankenstein's Bloody Terror, the first one. He did uh, Assignment Terror. He did The Wolf was a Vampire Woman. Dr. Jekyll and the Wolfman, yeah, see, you know, I was watching The Craving, he did yeah. tons of them. I was watching this and I was like, what is this, Twilight? It was Twilight before Twilight, because it was vampires, it was the yeah. it was the um, uh, the werewolf, and then it was a, 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 a love interest. Yeah. And literally, you know... Except this was bloody. <laughs> and, and this guy, and, and like the, the werewolf is like some brooding guy who's, who's really struggling with who he is. It does have ideas of it, but this is not like a... This is like a like a pussified vampire movie or anything uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like a little bit more edgy than Twilight. A lot but more it, edgy. Well, yeah, okay, a lot more edgy. There's lots of really red blood, and there's lots, lots of, of red blood, and, lot and lots of, of boobs. And, and lots of boobs, and there's a lot of, like, references to, like, universal horror movies. Yeah. His basic, his basic take on it was he was a big fan of the universal horror movies. So, you know, the mythology of the wolf man, that, you know, that gets bitten and comes back to life, and then he's fighting the other monster, kind of like when they had Frankenstein meets the wolf man, you know. So his, his whole take on it was his modernizing... The Universal, but adding the seventies TNA See, horror, blood, yeah. violence. You know, there's a there's sex. a there's a Universal Monsters box set out on yeah. ba- on Baby Blue. It's worth getting. It's a lot of money though. What is it like two hundred? No, it's like one fifteen. How many movies is it? Eight. Uh, you can get them cheaper. Well, I've looked around. I'm shopping because I'd like to get it because yeah. I haven't seen most of those. Believe yeah, it or not, right. and I want to. And if I could get them on Baby Blue and have it like really nicely done, I'd love to. But I'm like, damn, that's a ton of cash. Moving on. Yeah. Anyway, so, so this, this is more of a, this is more of a, a his tribute. His whole idea of his career was a tribute to Universal. He basically, one way or another, played most of the monsters. He played the Wolfman. Another movie he played right. a Frankenstein monster. He played the Doctor Jekyll. He, uh, yeah, God, well, this one is a good movie. Um, and and the funny thing about Nashi is he looks kind of like he looks like a little bit like John Belushi. He looks a little bit like John <laughs> Saxon. And he looks a little bit like Chekhov from a Star Trek. He's like a little bodybuilder guy, so he's pumped or whatever. Oh, you he know? is. Yeah. Oh, Nashi was pumped. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, he was like stocky I and little. I didn't see the bodybuilder part. Yeah, no, just, because he doesn't. He doesn't like in another movie, the one before this. There's a scene where he's like kind of like. His shirt's more ripped off, and you see him like all like buff and all this. Oh, stuff and that and the shirt ripped. It is so clear that that's a scissored out. Oh yeah, like the yeah. rips in his shirt. Usually they do something to make it look like it was really ripped. This is obviously a seamstress cut, like yeah, an yeah, L yeah. here and an L there. It made me laugh. And then and then the beginning where he bites <laughs> the woman, and then they do like a close up of her boobs. You know, it's like. Dude. It's like this is rock and roll, man. Th- th- this movie was more close up on boobs than anything else, and I'm like. Huh, interesting. I, and this mean, is, I think this is one of the first times that you saw a Wolfman like get it on with like you know yeah, uh, like, women like, or whatever. Well, and his, and his normal guys anyway. You know, I mean, and, yeah. This is one of those like I guess we're gonna just talk about the movie, not seen for. Well, scene, here's right? the yeah. well here's the basic plot of it. It won't. It'll take a minute or two. Okay. Basically, the the two girls. He's he's. In the beginning of it, he's seen in the morgue or whatever, and the the two guys are talking and go like, "Wow, this guy's supposed to be a wolf man or whatever." Let's pull these out. Ha, ha, Let's pull ha. these out. You see a pentagram on his chest or whatever, and they pull him out. Boom! He they didn't realize he really is a wolf man. He kills him. Yeah, he kills them. So then, and basically, it cuts to these two uh, uh, students who are studying, like the Countess Dracula or whatever. Yeah. Well, Countess Wandessa, who's basically a take on Elizabeth Batori, who is a notorious. 
whatever century woman who supposedly in order to stay young bathed in bir- virgin's blood or whatever. It's a mm. it's a legend. There's actually a new movie about her. So basically, they're looking for info on her, and he, as the wolf man, is looking for that chalice that the the golden uh, yeah. cross oh, that killed her dude. to cure him or something along those lines. The opening scene of that. And that, yeah, then they just then these two college plucky college girls they run out of gas. They run out of gas, and and hilarity ensues. Yeah, he and, he basically take know. he takes them in, and then like all of a sudden they they, they go looking for the 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 Wandessa's uh, you know grave. They find it, of course, when they open up the grave. That always happens. It even happened in the other movie too that we watched. He gets cut while they're like opening Dude. up the coffin, and it revives the vampire woman. Yeah, that was a very. What the funniest? Not the funniest. There was a cut scene right in the f- beginning of this movie at some point, where they showed them dancing around doing the 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 chalice of blood thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The poster. They didn't. I don't know. They didn't understand pentagrams or something because they were just stars. Yeah, right, and right, right. They right. weren't even stars with the lines in them. They were just like an outline of like. Uh, Peter Chris's star on his kiss face. Like, <laughs> it was just like an outline of a star. And I was like, well, that's not a pentagram. And then, if you, like, look, I need to recreate this poster and have it forever. The background... Oh, yeah, the, the demon is guy. The de- yeah. This demon is the like... Guy. There is so much going on in that poster. <laughs> like, the face is on his crotch. And, like, it's part, <laughs> like, it's, its head is like a guppy or something. Like, it is the weirdest looking evil thing and it's hilarious like and yeah and i the, actually paused it and i'm looking at this i'm like what the hell's going on in this thing like this poster <laughs> is so wacky like it's just yeah and 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 the, the actress who played the vampire woman is uh patty <laughs> shepherd who's an american actress who did a lot of european basic all european movies and she was was she one of the first virus What's that? Was she one of the first Elvira? No, no. She was just a regular straight actress. But oh, okay. In her early days, she was very, very beautiful. And she looks pretty pretty good in this movie. Uh, again, this was like a European, like a Spanish-German uh, co- uh, co-production. <laughs> so I think the two lead actresses were German actresses. I think Gabby Fuchs and uh, Barbara Capel. But they're very, very pretty. And then basically what happens is, you know, they, they revive the vampire woman and then, you know, all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. And at yeah. the end, there's like a big, you know, there's a showdown or whatever. Right, between you know. vampires and... You know, the, one of the girls falls in love. One of the girls becomes a vampire. One of the girls falls in love with Nashi, yeah. the she, wolf man. Does she choose the, the Edward the Edward or... or no, what ha- no, what happens is... I'm talking about Twilight. I'm trying to... I can't even... Oh, I, don't I don't even know their names. I don't, names even, I don't even know Twilight. You know, I don't even, I don't even know what that's oh. all about or whatever, you know. Well, you know what the one part that... Now, the, the, to be honest, this movie was good, but this was one of those movies where I'm like, wrap it up. Like, it wasn't that I wasn't interested, but it felt long. Well, yeah, because you know what it is. This is a European version of it. Now, Slow, we're going to go back yeah. to, yeah, that's the other thing about European and... Slow pacing. Yes, and that's the other thing about European and foreign movies. Yeah, you're right. Some of the endings might be downbeat, but they're also not as fast-paced as American movies. So you pick that's, your poison that's on that. That's not always bad. But in this one, I was like, okay, wrap it up. Let's let's get this well, going the, a little bit. The problem with this is probably there wasn't a, enough TNA. There should have been more TNA. What's funny was is like whenever his like weird sister was there, she would always try to pull down the girl's blouses or whatever. She would just grab right for it. I'm like, what is this lady... This, 
just yeah, no, another another like you know superfluous character they put in, yeah. and then the and then you know the uh, the the living dead guy. I guess he must have been the uh, he who was when they revived the countess who was in the you know the vampire woman. I guess they revived her uh, this this living dead guy, and that's uh, that to me is a take on uh, Black Sunday because in the Black Sunday with Barbara Steele when they revive her. They revive her uh, her henchman or whatever, who was like you know kind of like a zombified guy comes out of the grave. So anyway, you know the one girl becomes bit by the vampire, the other girl falls in love with Nashi, you know, and and then they basically you know they 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 kill the one girl and then they it just basically goes all the way to the end where they have the big fight between the werewolf and the vampire, which doesn't take really that long. No. But it's obvious that the one girl, even though her boyfriend, the uh, the policeman, wanted to, you know, came to get her, she was in love with Nashi because she kills him at the end, and, you know, she right. says, spares him from a curse only momentarily because he'll be back another year for another, you know, well, of course, movie you know. or whatever. Yeah. But this is a good example of what they call Euro trash. Right. And the, the only thing, the one, like I said, it was a good movie, kind of, a little bit long for me, but... Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. No, the I, only no, I thing that was a downer in this whole movie was there's a part where they finally get to the werewolf's castle and the two girls that have been traveling together are in a room and I was like, oh yeah, oh, sexy yeah, no, party. No, no, I, no. I was waiting for some sexy... But those, sexy scenes, ladies, those scenes where they're like in the... Sensually the, shot and everything. And I, and I was like, hey, wait a minute. There was no sexy party at all. And then they just went to... Yeah, the, but those scenes where the vampire women are walking through the hallway and the mist and they're in slow motion or yeah. whatever. I love... I live for that. I live for that crap. And the yeah. one scene where she's dreaming and they put the knife in her thing and they're yeah. like drinking out of the cup. That's like great. That was Euro a very... Yeah, stuff. yeah. It delivers the goods. I mean, it is a little edited. I, w- I prefer... The version of it, it's called The Werewolf vs. the Vampire Woman, but I haven't been able to find a real good copy of it. Oh, They're okay. usually like either dark or edited. So The Werewolf Shadow is probably the best version yeah. to watch, even though you're right. I mean, my, me and my friend who've watched this movie a, long, a, a bunch of times said the same thing. Werewolf Shadow isn't a good edit of it. The, the movie yeah. isn't, the music isn't as good. You'd want to see Werewolf vs. the Vampire Woman. But again, you're not going to find a good copy of it because it's either edited or it looks like crap. So and pick this boy, one you got. I will say, the the whole cast, they all you know they all work really well. Everything works well. The, whoever the the woman is who plays Genevieve, 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 yeah, Genevieve, Gabby Fuchs. I think wow, she is very beautiful. Oh, the Elvira was the, who? Which one? You were talking about the one with the blue eyes or the uh, the one who became a vampire? Oh yeah, Barbara. She Capel, is incredibly yeah. beautiful. Oh like, yeah, she didn't do that many movies. No, she went to TV and then was gone German, quickly. German, and, so, but yeah, yeah, it was one of the things where I was watching. I was like, wow. I like it when she turns to a vampire. She's all blue or whatever. Yeah, she was like, just knockout gorgeous. Like just yeah, a, and a natural. You know, and, and, I, and I also wish that the that the ending fight scene would have been a little longer. You know, it was kind of like you know, like two minutes or whatever. He actually yeah. remade this movie years later, I think, as The Craving or whatever, and he added he upped the ante a little bit on the <laughs> sex and violence. But well, there yeah. you go. All right, so what? Let's move on. What do you got? What do you give this one? Oh, this is one of my favorite movies. It yeah, was off well, the charts. Well, chart it, man. What do we got? Oh, this, you know, just because it's one of my favorite movies and. You know, I'm shallow and all that. I'm gonna give I give this movie a nine. Nice. I love right. it. I love it. I'll give it a seven. Good. Um, but like I said, it, I, I it clipped along. It did it was knock good. you out. It did knock me out, but it was good. But it was good. I, well, that that the, the vampire lady, the Gen- Genevieve. Oh yeah. She, she she gives it one point. Like it would have been a five, and I was, oh, or, I, I, or, or like a six. I love I, I like, love Patty Shepard, the vampire woman. I love her too. Huh. You know, all the girls get points on that, except for his sister. 
she's kind of she was creepy. wacky but she, she might be the crazy girl of the group you know what i mean like and, she might and you know the, what the weird thing is it's like when she becomes a vampire he goes oh i gotta save you and then he's like not only does he put the stake through her but then he chops her head off or whatever it's like here go you on, go sis go on the extra mile that's years I'm of uh, pent-up yeah. aggression I'm all right telling you. Uh, let's drop in a trailer and then we're going to be on moving on to blackula <laughs> Every woman wants to be forceful, feminine, free, super brave, super body, super charged, super chick. A swinging motion picture experience about a super kind of woman. In public, she's a mild-mannered stewardess. In private, she's a mistress of the martial arts. Super chick, she's more than just one woman. And too much for just one man. Super chick, a super kind of woman. Always in the middle of where the action is. Always ready for a new adventure. You can't afford to miss Super Chick. She's much more than you've ever had before. Crystal! Alright, and that was the trailer for Super Chick, and then... Rocky and Bullwinkle, or Bullwinkle going, oh, presto, yeah. which you'll probably never hear again because the sound effect is too small, so when I drop it in, it takes me like an hour to move it into place because you, you can't even grab it, so we'll say goodbye to presto. Anyway, for all you jive-ass turkeys out there, <laughs> let me lay down a beat for you. Yeah, right. Uh, let's rap, as they say. <laughs> they don't say that, and this is, we're talking about Blackula. Black Dracula. Black Dracula. Yeah, this is one of those movies where I think somebody in the, on American National Studios said, "Hey, I just came up with this weird title, Blackula. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Let's make a movie out of that." And that's basically what happened. <laughs> oh my god, dude! This was a movie. You're gonna have to carry this this section mostly because let's just say um, you were I, drunk. I was very drunk, and what happened was I started watching it when I was drinking. This was Saturday night, and I'm drinking and drinking, and then I was. Then I was like, ah, I'll just do one shot, and I did a shot of uh, Southern Comfort, and I f- kept drinking, and whenever that shot kicked in, things got hazy, <laughs> <laughs> and then I ate some pizza and fell asleep, so I don't really, like, I, I remember of this movie, and I, I remember some parts of it, but, uh, yeah, this one kind of, uh, that that hit the, that's the big magnet that went over my, my brain and gotcha. just erased it, you know. Gotcha. So, Blackula was, what I do remember of it is um, there was a period in the 70s, 60s and 70s, I'm assuming, where... 70s. Where where they really went over the top with the, like, jive or something, well, or like... Was, just well, you know, in the, in the 70s, the, the, you know, the demographic black audience came to, came to the forefront, and somebody right. figured, hey, there's an audience that hasn't been tapped into because they, we're going to make movies for, you know, black folks, African-Americans... That they can see, they don't have to watch like John Wayne or Flint Eastwood. They can watch right. like you know well, stereotypical exploitation movies with black characters. In oh, them. but just the jive and the the way they would walk and like oh my god, it was crazy. Like, well, some of us, and, and then some of the lines in the movie, you're probably like, oh oh, I don't think they can get away with that now, <laughs> unless it's a rap song. Yeah, yeah. No, if, if it's a rap, rap song, song they can good. they can just say whatever well, they want. Well, you know what? There's yeah. one word in there that I don't think rappers could get away with. Mm-hmm. I, you think so? 
You talk about the N word? No, I'm talking. about I was going to say the they, they say that like millions of times. Every rap song. No, says the that. F word. Not the not. Well, no, no. Anyway, anyway, there's a word in there that, that I don't think they get away with. <laughs> but yeah, well, they probably get in some trouble. But anyway, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a pretty wacky movie. It, it wasn't bad. Um, I, From and, what you remember. Yeah. Well, and the one thing that did strike me is I didn't really see it as um, as much of an exploitation movie as I just saw it as like a a black Dracula movie. Well, I, okay, I read something about this, and it basically, I don't know what the original plot was, uh, the original idea was it, but apparently the lead actor, William Marshall, was a Shakespearean actor, got a great mm-hmm. presence and a great voice. He's like James Earl Jones before James Earl Jones. And he had that, that, that voice was like yeah. deep and scary, yeah, and like, anyway, from doing Shakespeare or whatever, he basically worked with the director and the producers to change the script around to make the, the character more you know dignified or whatever so i oh, think there were some changes made probably originally it might have been a little more like you know silly yeah. or whatever and i don't know if he added the if he added the black uh prince thing or whatever to the, it or whatever but the yeah. plot of this is is so absurd like well yeah he, what is wasn't it? like evil white folk were coming to steal slaves no or no something, it was or? uh he was he he went to the unfortunately he went to count dracula to talk to him about like you know trying to suppress the slave trade or whatever and of course you know <laughs> you have to pick dracula to go to and dracula's like oh slavery's good what are you talking about <laughs> and he's like i'm out of here you know and he's like wait a minute you know what's wrong with slavery as a matter of fact i'd like to buy your wife over there yeah that whole thing i, I do remember that scene that's uh, that's at the beginning I, I, of I, I, it it's like what what are you and then all of a sudden it's like he pisses dracula off so dracula it's not recommended yeah so dracula turns him into a uh a vampire, and then he goes, and now I'm going to call you. Uh, let me think about this. A Blackula, okay. Yeah, and you're like six minutes in. We have the movie title. It's over. So yeah, he yeah. he uh, he he puts him in the coffin with uh, his wife Luba, and the other two uh, other two vampire girls, and they're just like you know, they're left to die in the uh, in yeah. the uh, in the whatever crypt or whatever. So. Yeah. So then, cut to yeah. modern day Los Angeles or whatever. Yeah, now, it what is. year was that? That seventy three. No, 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 no. What year was it? That oh when, when, when it was he probably got, like like uh, he was like four hundred years. He was trapped yeah. It was or probably like, like the seventeen hundreds or sixteen okay. hundreds or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was it was yeah it was before electricity. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I guess in the beginning. Okay, cut to the beginning of it. Some guy is is uh, an antique dealer selling supposedly the remnants of Castle Dracula to these two stereotypical gay antique buyers. One's a black antique buyer, the other guy is just like a California dude or whatever. And these were like... Flaming. Yeah, these were like... They they were on fire. Yeah, they were on fire, yeah. Crazy. They're acting up and this and that, and they're going like, ooh, Dracula, you know, (laughs) this and that. This will look lovely in the blah, 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 you know. And the guy... Yeah, that's right. The guy goes, oh, wouldn't this coffin look... Great in our living room. To or spice things up, or yeah, you yeah, said right. something like it is crazy. Yeah, they, not, yeah. Not, not, not only that, have they just offended the blacks, and now they offended the gay people. But this is the seventies, and anything goes. So before political correctness or whatever. So anyway, they buy all up all the uh, paraphernalia, and they take it to their uh, you know humble abode, and you know somebody gets the, the funny idea of opening up the coffin, and guess what? Guess who comes out of the coffin? Well, it's. It's a pissed off uh, William Marshall Blackula, and he yeah. uh, he puts the bite on the two dudes or whatever. And he just starts running, you know. 
he just starts going crazy, you know. Yeah, he bites him, you know, and and then like, uh, you know, he takes off, and now he's now he's of, free in the seventies. Now he's free in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, the, the party seventies. <laughs> yeah, there was, and the I don't know. They, he goes into some. Yeah, and then the basic idea was he shows he, he he goes to the he goes to the walk in the streets, and all of a sudden he sees a woman, Vanetta McGee, who's a pretty you know beautiful black actress who just died a couple of years ago. She wasn't even that old anyway. And she looks it's a spitting image of his wife Luba or yeah. whatever. Doesn't he get hit by a taxi driver? That's who Yeah, he gets he gets hit by a taxi driver and then like all of a sudden <laughs> when he fangs pop out, you know, she's like, Well I'm sorry about it, man. Yeah, you know, well she was like ripping into him too. Yeah, she was like giving him like she looked like she was a comedian from that era or whatever. Yeah, she was Wanda Sykes before yeah, Wanda she Sykes was, like, yeah. and she, she was, was Wanda Sykes's mom or she something. She was like just like tearing into him like, What do you think you're doing, man? Like yeah, and, like all that yeah. stuff and you're like, Oh, here we go. Yeah. You know. So he take he dispatches of her or whatever. And then uh, he starts chasing uh, the girl. I forgot what, well, I'll just refer to her as Luba or whatever. And she's afraid. <laughs> Luba too. Yeah, Luba too. And she's afraid. She's running. And he's like going after her or whatever. And she's running. Finally, she gets away from him. She gets home. And then she like, uh, uh, you know, she's ready to, she sees the door opening. And she's going to, she grabs this huge knife. And she thinks it's going to stab him. And it turns out it's her friend. So, you know, they're basically calmed down or whatever. And then, like, they're at the nightclub, you know, the next day or next week or whatever, looking at the, with that band. I think that, you know, I think that band that's playing at the nightclub is the Hughes Corporation. They, they, they had a hit with some song called Rock the Boat back in the 70s. But uh, <laughs> it, Rock the Boat, baby. Yeah, Rock that's the boat. it. Yeah, that's it. I think it's them. This is before their, uh, their fame. Not much before, but anyway. So she, they're there at the club, and it's, it's the friend's uh, birthday party. All of a sudden... Blackula shows up with her with her purse saying like oh you know I'm sorry that I have scared you but I was just trying to return your purse that you dropped she goes oh oh I'm sorry you know yeah. so of course he woos his yes. vampiric magic on her and he you know he she now falls in love with the guy and and while they're there you know they all you know the friends come in it's funny one of the guys that comes in another one of the buddies his name Skillet okay <laughs> Now there was a Gillen th- should have just said dynamite. Like, like he's, he's th- very, there was uh, an old comedy guys back from the day called Skillet and Leroy, and they were like one of those dirty black comedy groups like Rudy Ray Moore. So when they called yeah. them Skillet, I was like laughing or whatever. I was like, so anyway, he's he's there partying with them, and then like Skillet comes in and everything. Everything's cool up until like the photographer lady goes, "Oh, you guys look like you're in love. Let me take a picture of you." And he freaks out. You know, obviously. Being a vampire, he wouldn't photograph. Right. So uh, he freaks out and he leaves. And you know she's like, "Well, you gonna, you know, you ever gonna see me again?" He's like, "Oh, we're back. Here. Oh, yes, yes. You know, I will. <laughs> you know." So he takes off, and then, you know, the 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 photographer girl goes home to develop the picture. All of a sudden, she notices that in the picture he's not there. Right. And you know she goes, "What the hell is this?" And then like it's a pretty scary scene. All of a sudden. Boom! The the uh, the 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 what you call it? The photo room opens up and Blackula, you know, dispatches her of her or whatever. Right. So, and then and then you've got the and then you've got the uh, the the police inspector who's on the. He, How would he know that a photograph wouldn't take him? He's been dead since the 1700s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, exploitation. Like, <laughs> you know, defender of the shallow. <laughs> 
Just go with it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like, how would he know that? Anyway, go ahead. Maybe maybe it was in the 1800s that Dracula was castle. Maybe there was early photography or whatever. You know, they, okay. you know, you know there were Civil War photographs from, but yeah. yeah you know, but right. anyway. Sorry, go ahead. So anyway, I lost my train of thought. So anyway, he kills the photographer lady or whatever, and then... And then uh, along the way, uh, you know, one of the guys at the sitting at the table, which is which was the boyfriend of the, girl, the birthday girl, uh, he Thalmus, the actor's name is Thalmus Rasulala, who did a lot of you know black exploitation movies. And he starts to investigate the case, and he thinks that, of course, kind of like the Night Stalker, he thinks that it's a vampire because of the the bites in the people that they're uh. finding, and nobody believes him. So he's on the case, <laughs> trying to trying to you know. Get Drac, uh, Blackula, or whatever. That doctor say it could have been a jaguar or something. Yeah, like, it could have been. It could have been like a a, a a rat or something. He goes like, no, rats don't put you know two yeah. inch bites in people's necks or whatever. It's just like, yeah. So okay. anyway, so at any rate, then then you know they're they're trying to find Blackula, and all Blackula really wants to do is get you know his uh, his lookalike lover back or whatever, and they yeah. actually fall in love, and she's like. Oh, I really want you to bite me. And he goes, well, no, not not yet, not right now, you know. So, anyway, as the plot goes on, they get they, they you know more people get killed. They're investigating. They, they, it's kind of an interesting ending in a way because basically they they track them down mm-hmm. and to the to the place to some I forgot what it was a factory or something like that. And at this point, you're out. Li- at this point, listeners, I'm just like you, wondering what the ending is because I don't remember it. Oh, okay. So anyway, they, they they finally track them down to. Uh, I think it was like a factory or whatever. There's a bunch of police. He's, he's wiped out a bunch of cops because it gets, you know, the hate Hawaii thing, you know, just, mm. you know, kill all the cops or whatever. So they, they track him down. Actually, before they track him down there, they had gone to his, they found his uh, hangout and there was all these vampire people there that he had bit. And there's a pretty cool scene where they're like fighting them and burning them or whatever. You know, there's a lot of burning going on. So yeah. anyway, they, they, they track him down. They, the cops spot him and they go to the, uh, and they go to the factory. So while they're going there, you know, they're looking around him, and Black is like wiping out all the cops, and they're like looking for him. They, they, the, the, the one guy, the one police officer, goes, "Hey, I think he's over there. Come on, let's go." So they, they go over to where he's at, and he's standing there with his girlfriend Luba or whatever. And then they start shooting at him. Well, what happens is, is of course, he doesn't get killed, but they kill her. So you know, he grabs her and he takes off. And, you know, they're going like, you know, oh, man, we got to find this guy. So they're running all over the place. And then they finally, like, they see a coffin. So they go, okay, there he is, you know. And so they're ready. Get the cross. Get the stake. Here he is. It's daytime already. We know he's got to be in here. We're going to kill him. Whatever, on the count of three. So they go, like, whatever, one, two, three. They open it. The guy just stabs into the uh, coffin. And it wasn't him. It It was the girl. Basically what happened was... Since he shot the girlfriend and killed her, Blackula bit her to turn her into a vampire so they could live forever. Right. So they stab her and they kill her. So it's like, you know, oh, no, it's not him. Then all of a sudden they turn around and there's Blackula. So as Blackula's coming towards them, they go, the guy goes in for his uh, cross and Blackula goes, you know, no, don't even worry about that. Don't forget about it. And what he does, basically, in a real Shakespearean way, is that he commits suicide. Since it's daylight, he saw that his like the, his his you know reincarnated love is his, dead. His love has been killed twice. His now, love has been so. killed twice now. He just walks up to the top of the building, you know, through the thing. That he said, "Don't worry about it," you know, and end the story. And he just like you know fries in the sun. The wow. end. Turns into a skull, you know, the end. Nice ending. 
Yeah, it, cool. it was kind of a you know it's kind of a different ending. Yeah, way like, different. You know, there's there's it's not it was pretty rare to see vampires commit suicide. They have done it in some movies, but this is the first time I remember doing that. So I you know it was it was a good ending. I cool. thought. All you right. Know. So what do you give it? Uh, seven. Seven. All right. I can't rate it. I'll, I'll rate it one beer can and one shot for okay. being too drunk. Uh, I, it it was fun. It was funny. What you remember? Yeah, what I remember of it was hilarious, you know. But I mean, there was other scenes too that were funny too. The jive talking. Yeah, and the, that uh, that kind of stuff. Partly I laugh at it, and partly I'm like, wow, the '70s must have been a stupid time. I I don't know. It was fun, Just, man. I guess it was fun. So yeah. All right. So I'm, I, I'll refrain from uh, from this one because I can't. I don't have enough. Now of next a, time you're gonna have to watch both movies. I do. Because the last one, last time you, I, I did the other movie. I know too. you're carrying all the all yeah, the weight. Yeah, uh, you got. I know you wrote the article, but you gotta watch. No, both. that doesn't make up for it. That's you on know, my own time. Yeah, do the beer after the movie. I know, dude. I didn't think it was gonna get me so bad. I was like, because I was working in the garage and drinking beer. Oh, and drinking that's beer, what And it then was. I came I in and I was like, oh, to. I'm gonna just, you know, just relax. Yeah, now. No, I, I know exactly. It wasn't <laughs> like you were watching the movie getting drunk. I go, no, man, no. I need some hits to watch this crap or whatever you were no. getting drunk throughout the day uh, yeah it was like yeah and the was, shot was the final that was like that that was like the, the proverbial nail the stake in the heart it was a stake in the heart yeah it wasn't even like i was um i wasn't doing multiple shots or nothing like that no. i just literally just poured one shot i was like oh, i'll just do one because i actually don't mind the flavor of southern comfort so i'm drinking beer and i just go oh whap i just take one you know i'm finished drinking another beer and you just got blurry. <laughs> like, that happened to me once. That happened to me once, and it was the same kind of deal. This happened a real long time ago. This is like in the 70s. And it's like, you know, we put about, you know, if we do this now, you'd probably get arrested. But hey, it was the 70s and whatever, you know. There's What, what do they call it when it's too late to, like, you know, whatever? Oh, statue, anyway, we, statue, statue of limitations has run anyway, out. Anyway, we were getting drunk, and, you know, and basically we ended up, like, at somebody's house or whatever. And then. Uh, whatever was done, and then all of a sudden it, it was it, it capped off with a drink, and I swear to God, I felt like I couldn't move. And they went out to the bar to have more drinks, and I just laid in a sofa, and I was just like, I think I slept the whole night on the sofa. <laughs> that nice. last mixed drink was the nail in the coffin for usually me. Usually does, and usually I just float along. I have beer, yeah. and I just I'll just drink beer, and then sometimes I get too drunk, but not really. Like usually I'm just all right, you know. You have some beer, and then you just go to sleep or whatever. It's an, that's just that one little thing just pushed me over the edge, you know. And I yeah. You you don't drink very much, do you? No, be, no, I can't drink at all, actually. Oh, okay. I just wow. do heroin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. It's I, a joke. It's actually I, I'm not I don't drink so much anymore. To be honest, that was the first time I drank in like, like two or three months. But you know, it was really weird. This is this is awful. But yeah, this is a comedy show, so whatever. I some somebody at work told me, and I actually looked it up, and supposedly it's true. There was an uh, there was what do they call it? Those uh, apocryphal stories that like oh, in the se- apocalyptic. Okay. Yeah. No, no, not apocalyptic. But <laughs> anyway, uh, that in the seventies, a certain I'm not gonna name names. A certain rock star lady was doing so much cocaine that she was worried about, you know, destroying her voice. So in order to get the cocaine, she was getting it as an enema. Gross. That's like intense. That's that's way too much loving yeah. the stuff. So I'm not gonna name names, but you well, look it up. Well, even uh, it didn't Aerosmith at one point say oh, yeah. that, that they did so much coke he couldn't oh, yeah. hit the high notes anymore. Oh, like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know what though? This is the end of the show. Uh, 
Well, we're going to suggest watching both of these, even though yeah, watch them. They're on YouTube. Oh, they are on YouTube. Yeah, but okay. all you know, full movies on YouTube. Cool. Now YouTube's doing that a lot now, so it's an even cooler place than it was before. So anytime might, we anytime we talk about a movie, it could possibly be on there. We'll let you yeah, know. Which might come up more in the future. Wink, oh yeah. Wink. Anyway, wink, wink, nudge, that's nudge. my that's our teaser. Anyway, uh, we got to do a versus show next. But, you know, I had an idea. Okay. Yeah, we should do a versus. We have show. to because we're doing but, we're doing the same work. But, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, no, not true. But you know what? We haven't done a show about of all the genres. How about like giants, giant monsters, giant humans? Wow. You know things like you know you know big dudes. I don't think we, we couldn't do that for a versus. Ah, uh, I could find one. Really? Wow, I have to do some work on that one. Okay, well all we'll right. we'll put that. Well, you want to do a versus next week then? Yeah, we'll do a versus. Okay. Well, I, do you want to have I, a genre or just open no, skate? No, open, yeah. Open, open skate. skate. All right. All skate. That's what we called it. All skate. We'll just yeah. do an all skate versus show all for right. next week. And, but, we, uh, but, at, but for the week after, we'll do Giants. I want to do cool. that. Like 650 foot woman or, you know, like I, and I Young Guri or yeah. whatever. I was going to say, the know. obvious. Don't with, do the big G. I'm not going to do the big G. That that's Leave the big G for a special, for a, a special episode uh, of. Yeah. And now, special. And now Oprah presents Google. a special episode. <laughs> I love Katie Holmes. I love Katie Holmes. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yay Versus. for that. All right. So, make sure you uh, check us out on Facebook and like us and all that kind of crap. And we'll see you all next week for the All Skate Versus Show. Yes.